Okay, you need to answer these in under five seconds, okay? Remember. Okay. All right, okay. Okay. What's the best part about San Jose? Uh, boba. Your favorite Nigerian food? Ooh, Agbono soup. Who's your favorite artist at the moment? Gotta go my boy Wizkid and Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I am Sagraka, your host at the Let's Talk podcast. On this podcast, I invite students to discuss topics that are essential to student life. And I believe listening to others and their stories is a great way to find yourself in the journey. So please join me with learning something new in every episode we have. Thank you for being a part of this community. I'm happy you're here. Hi guys, welcome to Let's Talk with me, Sagrika. On today's episode, I invited a junior who recently transferred to Berkeley and has so much to tell us about his experiences, the pros, the cons, the struggles, the advantages, and everything you need to know to be a successful transfer student. So I'm sitting here virtually with Rob, a student who's here to talk about his journey as a transfer student. Hi, Rob. Thanks so much for coming on. Hi, Sager. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm blessed. You know, this pandemic ain't it, but you know, we man's got to survive. I know, I know. Got to focus in school. You know, How's it so. going there? How's it back there? Yo, it's okay. Like real talk though, like besides everyone wearing masks, which is like a lot better than other states in this country because half of the country doesn't want to wear a mask. I'm actually hella fortunate that we're <laughs> in the Bay Area because actual people like care about each other. So like besides that, like, you know, it's been good. I'm at home, you know. It's, it's not like LA though, where people are going oh, to the beach LA, and just, just acting LA, like nothing happened. LA, LA doesn't care. Like Orange County, especially because Orange County is really conservative. So like those schools, like they don't care. Like they're just going to go yeah. out, have fun, like, you know, no Fs given, like they don't care. Okay. So Rob, before we talk about your story, experiences and everything, can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and things like that? All right, guys. So my name is Robert. Uh, full surname is Robert Anthony Abusamra. Um, I'm a rising senior at you know University of California Berkeley. Um, I transferred from a community college called De Anza College, which is present in Cupertino, California. Um, lived in. I practically grew up in the Silicon Valley for the past 16 years. I'm originally from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So. You know, shout out to my six side people. You know, I got all love um, <laughs> side forever. Uh, but besides that, yeah, you know, I'm majoring in political economics. Uh, you know, I enjoy working out a lot. Enjoy going on my runs in the morning. Um, but besides that, yeah, you know, looking forward to, you know, what life has in store for me. You know, really excited for, you know, the graduate this year. Um, although there's a pandemic going on, unfortunately. But besides that, yeah, I'm looking, you know, looking forward to what, what life has in store for me. Let's go. So Rob, as a transfer student, tell me about your experience. How was that transition? Would you say time has flown by ever since your time at Cal? Or what was it like? So I think what a lot of people get mistaken is because like when you're a transfer student, like here's the hard part because everyone's different. But based on my personal experience, when I was a trans, like since you know I was recently was a transfer student, me transferring to Berkeley, I think was a good transition just because Berkeley as a school. Now I'm not saying you know everyone everyone has a different opinion and different experience when it comes to being transferring to Berkeley, but based on my experience as a transfer, I think it was really I was really happy and it was really a positive experience just because. You know, the housing that I got, the friends that I made, especially one of my housemates, um, his name is Matt. He he was a transfer from Fresno. And, you know, we I, I, I made a best. I made a really mm -hmm. close friend over there. You know, the transfer, when you're a transfer student, you know, you're grouped with all the other transfer students. And being a transfer student, especially at UC Berkeley, could, you know, it could at times be hard just because, you know, you weren't there for the first two years, right? Your first two years was at yeah. community college. 
for two years may have been, you know, at a at a different university that you weren't enjoying. So a lot of people kind of don't understand what transfers go through because I've heard a lot of complaints from transfers that say, oh, it's hard to make friends. You know, a lot of Berkeley kids that, you know, went that started school there straight out of high school would judge them and be like, oh, transfers don't deserve the beer. And like, you know, there's there's moments where, you know, as a transfer, you just question yourself and be like, oh, like, why am I here and stuff? At the same time, you know, you meet great people, you meet down to earth people. um, And especially as a transfer, it's kind of daunting at first that, oh, Berkeley is such like a, you know, prestigious university. Will people at the school, you know, accept me that I was a transfer student? Like, you're going to be fine. Like, don't overthink that people are going to judge you. Don't think that, you know, it's the end of the world and stuff. Like, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to meet great people. You're going to be around awesome, you know, individuals in a great university. And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose any other school besides Berkeley. So I'm really happy to be here. I think also at the end of it, if you put yourself out there and you experience, like you, you get out there and talk to people and you ask around, then I'm pretty sure you're going to make friends. And that's also with like freshmen, transfer students, all of them, you know, but you mentioned about housing. I feel many students right now, they're so stressed about housing and just to find the right roommate, apartments and things like that. So what was your process like before, like choosing your house and things like that? Like, what would you advise and recommend to students right now who are transferring or in the process of it? So here's the thing. So obviously, since I'm a rising senior, I get housing priority. So when I was, you know, transfer, you know, I'm a junior, what I did was, so I applied clearly. And I had my top five choices. So every transfer student or new student at Berkeley, you get to have five options. And these five options can be literally any dorm, any um, apartment. So for example, you can be like, oh, I want to have five singles, like five single apartments. You can put that as your top five. Now, the chances of you getting that is really low just because you're not really on the priority list because mostly seniors, you know, seniors have a way higher chance of getting singles just because they're, they've been at the school before you. So my advice for you know, transfers, I'd recommend that as your safety, you know, if you want to put a single, one of your top five choices, then do it. Like, that's fine. You have, you may have a chance getting it. Like you never know, Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of kids that transfer that got the Martinez um, commons apartment, like town uh, or yeah, apartments that had a single and there was transfer students that actually got a single room. Now, you know, like I said, you know, you can never be scared to like, you know, not apply for like, just put a single um, dorm if you want. But at the same time, like I also recommend applying for a double. Also side note, just meeting people and everything. Yeah. Because like I said, like as a transfer, it's hard to make friends. Like I'm telling right now like if if it wasn't for my double i had a double apartment like i had my roommate i had my two other housemates who were in the other room besides my room and like i'm telling you right now like to this day like i'm still really close to them and if it wasn't for that like would i have friends yeah but like it wouldn't i wouldn't have those few close friends that i'm really fortunate to have because if it wasn't for that like i don't know if i would have that many friends as where i'm at today so you know back to the housing and stuff i would recommend that for your options your fifth option because you have you know five options your fifth option should be any, you know, it can be any dorm, any apartment, because like I said, Berkeley, there's a housing crisis going on, unfortunately, hence why there's a lot of construction going on for new apartments. And I'd highly recommend you use that as an option because you never know, like you might, you're not guaranteed to get housing. You're not guaranteed to have a place to mm-hmm. live. Like, that's why a lot of kids are scared because they're like, oh, what if I get a triple and I don't enjoy it? What if I get a double and there's not the right amenities for myself? Like a lot of kids need to realize this because once you're a transfer, you got to make sure that you have a successful transition into the school year. So I recommend, you know, doing research 
on the right apartments, on the right dorms. You know, my recommendation is, hey, choose Channing Bodish because funny thing is, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Although I despise Unit 3 because Unit 3 is, in my opinion, and I'm, I'm sorry if anyone that, you know, lived in Unit 3, Unit 3 is the worst, worst housing on that school. And I'm sorry, but you all need to renovate that place. Real talk. But so see, everything has its pros and cons, right? Yeah, you gotta look so at that. So in this case, Unit 3 is good with its distance. It's good with its distance. I'll give you, see, I'll give you that. The pro is the distance because you're literally right beside, you're like a block away from campus, which is like a three minute walk. Like it's nothing. But like I said, just focus on trying to get either unit two, you know, unit one. Basically doing your research, knowing the location and everything, because trust me, you're going to be living there for a year, right? So you might as well do your research, get everything together, and then actually put your choices. So definitely research, number one. Rob, now talking about like organizations and things like that, people say that, you know, just being more involved, you know, going into clubs and things like that is so important to meet new people. But I know you were in the Nigerian Student Association and that's how we met. But what would you recommend to people? And like, of course, they're just still transitioning. How should they know more about like the clubs on campus? How were you introduced to the NSA? So, and this is to all backgrounds, all ethnic backgrounds, all cultures and stuff. I, like I said, when it comes to clubs, when it comes to trying to find that group that you can possibly mesh with, that you could really enjoy just, you know, having fun and go out of your way and fair because the first I think it's the first week right like there's like club day you remember club day where you have all those clubs outside they're all marketing themselves and having students you know trying to appeal to students and say hey join our club or this and that like go out of your way to maximize your Berkeley experience and what I mean by that is if you know joining the Nigerian Studio Association is a part of something that you really would value and really enjoy go join an NSA go come to the events go you know admire what you know the NSA provides to all their group members because I'm telling you right now like I love the NSA and although this pandemic sucks like I, I was looking forward to more involved in the NSA just because you know being half Nigerian is my culture and stuff and it's something that you know I really cherish a lot and one day you know mans want to go back want to go to Nigeria one day so I think you know NSA is something that I'm really happy existed on campus because I'm telling you when you're when you're a minority especially being African you know African-American at UC Berkeley where it's a really low percentage there and I feel like when you have the one thing about mm-hmm. that small community of people that that look like you that may be from the same country as you you know like that's something that really I really cherish a lot because you're in a group of people that you can relate to you're in a circle and you're like look like like you're you grew up in Nigeria like going to the NSA it's like you understand their culture you understand how they talk and because it's like yo like I've been around this this has been my atmosphere you feel me so like yeah and that's why that's why also going for clubs not just for the sake of it but actually choosing clubs that you you know you like the people in you blend with the people you know because that way it makes you it makes your transition so much more easy you know and it makes it so much more fun because you're actually with people that you want to be with it makes it so much more fun and funny story so i was in my dorm i think it was moving day or whatever i was on i was just in my room and then I hear someone play Whisked. In unit one, I hear someone play Whisked. And I was like, what? I peeped out the window. I was like, wait, who is playing Whisked on their speakers? I ran downstairs. I ran. I literally, then there was this girl. And I was like, wait, are you Nigerian? And she's like, yes. And I was like, were you playing Whisked? And she's like, yes. And I was like, holy, oh my God, I found my home. I found my people. You don't understand. Like that excitement that you get inside is crazy. And she told me, she's like, you know what? I'm a part of the Nigerian Student Association at Berkeley. I'm going to put you in. This is my number, blah, 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 blah. And she finally added me to the group. And that's how I got introduced to the Nigerian dance team 
and everything. So I'm telling you, one person can change your life, but you need to get out there and like, literally don't be in your bubble. Don't be in your little bubble. Get out there, ask people. That's real talk. And that's the reason why I'm telling you, like, get involved. Like I was, I was going to like Hubba event. If you're wondering, Hubba is Haas Undergraduate Black Business Association. So if any of you guys are interested in, you know, any sort of business and you don't even need to be a business major, you can be any major and join the club, like go join them. And I took advantage of many opportunities at that school just because I only had two years there. And I also knew that, okay, like I'm in a position where I'm going to a school that has endless amount of opportunities that a lot of, you know, students really worked hard to try to achieve. So I'm going to take advantage of a resource that, you know, I'm really fortunate to have. And hence why, you know, while you're chasing those, you know, dreams that you want in life, while you're trying to, you know, progress your career, also have fun, also enjoy being at Berkeley, because this is a university that a lot of kids would love to go to. And I'm telling you, like, once you transfer here, once you actually start school here, you'll be in this environment and you'll be like, wow, like the culture, the, you know, the politics, the the groups, like everything that this school provides, it's so breathtaking, so endless, like the opportunities are endless. And you're just going to keep learning something every single day. Like these clubs, these groups, organizations take advantage of the opportunity. Right. Now, also talking about like your classes and credits, how hard was it for you to stay on top of your game, to stay on top of classes, credits, your requirements, breadth requirements, and all of that stuff. Was it hard transitioning and stuff? So before the pandemic cleared, because although the pandemic screwed us all over, but before that, um, when I started, because I started in fall and, you know, half a spring semester. So Mm -hmm. at first, here's, so I was thinking three classes. At first, it it wasn't as, like, look, Berkeley curriculum is going to hit you at one point. Like, it's going to hit you. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is, like, look, I came from, I came from De Anza Community College. And like, De Anza, like, you know, there was moments where the college was hard. Obviously, not everything's easy, but it was a school where I was able to get by and enjoy, hence why, like, I didn't have too much stress. But when I got to Berkeley, I was like, at first, I was like, you know what? I Same. know it's cool. Same. Yeah. Like, I, here's the thing. We knew it's a hard school. We just didn't know oh, how yeah. Really felt so. Once I was there, I was like, "Yo, like, like, you know, this is hard, but you know, I can probably get by." And then, like, after a month or two, I realized, like, when midterm season started, I was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, like, this is a different experience, eh? Like, like, man's is." And when it hits you, it hits you it well. Hits you. Oh. It hits you like this is this is some next level stuff, yo. Like, I was like, "Yo, this is not community. This is not high school. This is not community Like, this is UC freaking Berkeley. Like, <laughs> like, man's is just drained. Like, I can <laughs> I be just grinding. I was like, yo, like, like I'm just grinding for my one of my economics courses. And I was like, yo, like, like this is not even right. Like, you know, it's funny that when I applied for this class, like this was during spring semester. Um, I applied for this class and like you needed the requirement, like the prerequisites was econ one and two. So like I already finished econ, you know, I enjoy econ, like it's fun to me. And like you, you like it didn't say you needed calculus, right? So we're in class, like the first, like the second week of class, my professor straight up says, Okay, guys, we're gonna learn all these equations. You're going to need a prior understanding of like calculus, like a good proportion of calculus series that you have to know. Like I'm just sitting, I'm like, that wasn't one of the prerequisites. Like there's just all these surprising uh, factors. I'm just like, soccer girl, like t- trust me. There's all these surprising factors where you're like, yo, like I had to know this yet. This wasn't under the prereqs. Like they just surprise you. Like you're just hit with all this like curriculum stuff that you're not even like, you don't even think you're supposed to be doing. And then once you start like, yo, like you're going to be like in the beginning, you're going to get hit. And then after that, you'll get used to it. But I'm telling you, like, it's, it's, it's no joke. It is no joke. What do you do in that situation? How do you deal with that? Well, here's the How thing. How do you not let it get to you? Well, here's the thing. Like, I'm telling you, like, you got to reach out 
to tutors if there's if tutors are gonna help you at all. Like because using tutors at Berkeley are really good, but they expect yeah. you to learn. Like they're not gonna give you the answer and be like, oh, here's the answer after failing like five times, like like of finding the answer. Mm-hmm. Like, they will actually tell you you need to find the answer. They will help you. They will guide you. They will teach you. Like they're not like tutors at Berkeley are great. Like don't be, don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy having them, but they expect you to like actually like learn it. They don't want you to like because at community college, like our tutors were good, but like they would give us the answer after trying like four or five times if we didn't get it. No, at Berkeley, like they're gonna try as hard as you as hard as they can to actually help you find the answer on your own. So with the classes I was taking, it was you know I had to I was doing study groups with my friends, and I recommend guys study with your friends. Study mm-hmm. groups. The one thing that I want to you know, a piece of advice for people don't like this is the hard part because it varies from person to person student but don't think that i don't, I don't want to be like i don't want to be mean so like, like i don't want to be no. like, this, is, this is just facts like i'm just gonna be real about no just this. say it it's, it's all students i'm pretty sure they're gonna get something with it just be raw be honest that's what they want to hear come on do it like this is major facts right now, and I, and I don't want to be mean, but it's just just to like prepare anyone that transfers to Berkeley is that you do not hundred percent trust someone with answers, and I actually mean that. Like even if it's like someone that you just met in class and like you're probably chill with, like do not hundred percent trust them all the time because I'm telling you, like the thing about Berkeley with the curve and stuff, and like some classes have curve, but like the way it works, it's like there's some students who like they will study with you. Like let's say there's a group of five people, right, and they're studying like a like a really difficult test and yeah. you know that student is trying to get a great grade and obviously like he does he or she doesn't want their answers being shared any sort of way so they would like actually low-key screw you over just yeah. just to get a higher grade and me- like mess up your grade and stuff and i'm telling you there's actual students that you can go ask berkeley students there's a reason why a lot of berkeley students don't trust giving answers nor actually like you know getting like answers that easy from people because you don't know if it's true or not and the second it's like not true like you're gonna be mad right so that's why i'm telling you like study study it's fine to study in groups like learn the curriculum but also don't rely on like answers and like oh don't rely on people yeah, don't depend that. on people yeah don't, don't, don't be dependent like if you're dependent like i'm just gonna keep it 100 of you if you're dependent like don't go to the school like you need to actually like the school mentally breaks you down in the beginning and you get so mentally tough so you're mentally like, you're able to mentally handle all the things at berkeley hence why like now that i look back at it like I feel a lot more like focused. I feel a lot more like work motivated now. And like, I'm telling you, Berkey makes you work. Like it, like when I was, yeah, when I was living there recently and stuff, like I was, I was staying up and, you know, I was procrastinating the first two months because, you know, I wasn't used to it. I still procrastinate occasionally. Like that's just a natural feeling for every student. Like, come on, like who doesn't procrastinate? (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but, um, yeah, like it's the first two, three months max, you're, you're not, you're getting used to it. Like you're getting used to how Berkeley works. And like, oh, you know, definitely like the really first hard. semester, even I feel like the first semester is so hard in terms of like, as far as transitioning goes and like meeting people, teachers, the workload clubs, getting adjusted. And like, it's literally a whole new world. And that's why there's so much that goes into it. And what you, what you said right now, like if you're dependent, Berkeley's not for you. Trust me. I am, I'm the most dependent soul you will meet. Actually I was. And trust me, when I come to Berkeley, I'm like, everyone has their shit together. Everyone's on top of their game. Like as far as academics goes socially and like clubs, everything, everyone's just so into it. And like, of course I try my best not to let it get to me, but it's life. You just look at it. And if that's your environment, of course, it's going to get to you. And I tried my best to, of course, refrain from that and like, you know, focus on me and like actually focus on not being that dependent. And over time, I think it just makes you more stronger. You're surrounded by those people that eventually you grow out of it. That's that's the reason why I'm saying like when you go to school there, 
like you're around like all these people and like let me, don't get me wrong like there's, there's a bunch of snakes at that school there's a bunch oh, of yeah. <laughs> Bunch oh, yeah. of backstabbing, you know, students. Like, don't get me wrong. You're going to see that at that school. And as sad as it sounds, it's true. But at the same time, you're so motivated to work hard. You're so motivated to further your career. You're so motivated to get far in life while you're at that school because it gives you a reason not to be lazy. It gives you a reason not to like sit down in your apartment and do absolutely nothing. Because if you do absolutely nothing at that yeah. school, like, you're going to fail. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if you if you fall back in your assignments, if you fall back in like lecture or, you know, midterm, you are not going to do well at that school. I'm just going to keep it real with you. Like, you need to be on your yeah. work, on your craft. Every I think that has to go for any college. I think the whole transition from high school to college, even like it actually awakens you. You're like, this is the real world. A hundred percent. Like when I was at community college, like I'm telling you right now, like I... I, that was my first, like, here's the thing, like, if, let's say if I had gone, let's say, for example, like, if I applied to Berkeley and I got in from high school, like, I'd be, I'd be destroyed. Like, I think one thing about community calls would really help me is that I actually worked on my work habits. I worked on my um, time management. And obviously, like, you know, Berkeley, I still worked on it, but I was in a different position when I, when I went to community calls because my time management segregate was so bad, was so mm -hmm. bad. Like, I did not know how to like work wisely. I wasn't doing it well. Then I worked on it and improved. And like, I put myself in a better position, although I still worked on it while at Berkeley, then, then, you know, my high school self, if, if I had gone into Berkeley and I'd gone there from high school, like I would have been like completely obliterated if I was at that school from high, like straight out of high school. I promise you on that. My transition is from high school to college and like the, the growth that I've seen, of course, there have been times where I'm like, what is this? Am I in the right place? And you have that self-doubt so many times, so many times, but you're like, you know what? As long as I'm seeing a significant amount of growth, of course, it comes with being uncomfortable to a large extent. But you know what? You're going from it. You're doing well. Just keep hustling. Just keep doing it. It's fine. Reach out to people who actually care. Reach out to people who know can actually help, who you know will help you. But again, be aware. Be careful about it also. 100%. And now to wrap it up, what's your best advice to students that are transferring or in the process of transferring? So let me tell you something. So like real talk, no matter what school you go to, no matter what institution you attend, no matter where you go in your life, the learning experience, the mentality that you molded your two years, your one or two years, you remember that. And what I mean by that, you remember that where you came from. You remember that how hard you worked to get into the school you're going through today, whether it's, mm -hmm. whether it's UCLA, whether it's an Ivy, whether it's any other UC or CSU, like no matter what school you go to, remember that you went there because you felt like, you know, you wanted to take a different path than like the traditional, you know, trans, you know, go straight from high school to a community, go straight from high school to university. Remember that. So remember your purpose while you're doing your it in the first place. Because I'm telling you like, like, and this is for people that if, you know, if they get into Berkeley or if they go to Berkeley, like, you know, sometimes like, People lose. People forget where they came from. People forget, and this applies like just life in general. You forget where you came from, and you realize that, like, yo, like I'm, I'm in this position because of where I started. I am a different person because of where I started. Like all these things, don't forget. Don't forget where you came from, man. Because I'm telling you, like, I, I never, like, I'm telling. You, if you were to ask me, like, how much I enjoyed Deanza, I will tell you, I enjoyed Deanza because it molded me. It made me a more hardworking individual. I started doing better in school. I learned, you know, interests that I didn't know I had. I was doing track. I was, I was just enjoying my life there. I was enjoying my two years at community college because I was like, yo, like, I want to make a name for myself. I want to actually, you know, 
work on my time. I want to work on every aspect that I need to work on. And look why exactly. I, and look I think it starts with your mindset again. The fact that you know you want to get better. You know you're going to this college. You're transferring because you know that you know what I have so much in me that I'm I'm going to try and see what works best for me. And I'm I'm ready to you know hustle. I'm ready to get out there. That's the mindset. I'm telling you, you need to like because no matter what high school community college, like I'm telling you, like it's just don't forget where you came from because the second you forget, like you're gonna lose yourself. You might hit a you know a whole in your life and you're going to forget and you're not you're not going to know how to get out of that oh hole. you're going you're going to hit those walls you know for what I mean? sure and in those times you need to remember why you started you need to remember your why <laughs> major facts you know all the mamas they teach you all your your parents your family they always teach Literally. you never where you came from never forget where you came from you forget man you're not going to get out you're not going to you're not going to survive i'm telling you okay rob before we end this talk i want to ask you a few fun questions so our listeners can get a better idea of who you are and what you like and yeah are you ready all right tell me go ahead what's up okay you need to answer these in under five seconds okay remember all right okay okay what's the best part about san jose uh boba your favorite nigerian food Ooh, bono soup who's your favorite artist at the moment i go my boy Wizkid and drake (laughs) (laughs) what would you say is your strongest trait courage fries or tacos gotta go my you know mexican tacos and what has been your biggest achievement this year? Being able to finish spring um, semester while there's a pandemic. Hey, well, this was it. Thanks for coming on, Rob. Problem, all love. I hope you're being safe in Nigeria. All love, all my wishes down to, you know, your friends and family there. So Thank you, Rob. You too. Keep healthy, keep safe. Anyway, this is it, guys. Make sure to follow the Let's Talk pod on Instagram for regular updates. Everything will be linked in the show notes. As always, remember to open up, share, and connect. I will talk to you guys in my next episode. See ya. Bye.